Hi, this is Karina Ganters, host of Behind the Pen, and you're listening to the audio podcast. Enjoy. Welcome back to Behind the Pen. I'm your host, Karina Gantas, award-winning author of 14 books, podcaster, YouTuber. I have my radio show, Author Assist, on the Artist First Radio Network. And I run Author Assist, which helps authors market and promote their books and everything in between. Today, I have my guest, and she's all the way from, I think, the US. I'll double-check that in a moment. Lauren Rollins, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Katrina. And it's from um, the U.S. You are in the U.S. Yes, I'm in Bo- uh, outside of Boston, Mass. Karina, okay. sorry, I meant to say Karina. That's okay. Millie said your name wrong as well, but we, we we get you know things happen. So yes, U.S. So I was right. Good. That's good. I didn't um, hear much of an accent. That's why I weren't sure exactly where you were from. Well, a lot of people do say that they can catch the Massachusetts accent. It depends if I say park the car, hop a yard, I think like that, or park, park, I got to park, or I'm going to Boston, and, you know, people will pick it up once in a while, but I don't have the real strong Boston accent like my husband does, where he was born and raised in the Boston area, so that's really, you know, that's people really pick Boston, that up more <laughs> Well, Behind the Pen is a YouTube show and an audio podcast for anyone who works with a pen. You could be a musician, an artist, a director, a writer, an author, a editor. Have I left anyone out? Uh, illustrator. So what is it you do, Lauren? Well, I am, I do do a lot of things, but I am a, a professional uh, chested and endorsed um, psychic medium. I'm an author of a book called Who Are You? Are You a Psychic Medium or Other Spiritual te- um, Worker? And I am also a, um, you know, I'm a spiritual teacher. So I actually teach people who they are, if they are naturally gifted, um, because it's it, a lot of people, you know, kind of like with me, I, I didn't look for it or aspire to be a professional psychic medium. It just, I've had it since I was two. Um, You know, there's no medical documentation that I died, but I was very, very sickly as a child at the age of two. And I developed permanent double vision um, at the age of two. And I began seeing into the spiritual world then. So um, I wrote the book. It's like, I call it a class in a book. I also write a lot of classes and teach a lot of classes, but the book was meant to be really like a, a a textbook almost for people that, have a natural ability that think that they're crazy um are they imagining things and like that was me my entire life until I had it finally validated that I was a, a psychic medium um, and all these other spiritual worker types when I was in my 40s this is um, I mean I want to know first of all how can you be an award-winning psychic how does that work well I um I, I've gone through a lot of testings um to be endorsed and so like i for me especially with this work it is such a stigma so many people think you're crazy you know you're you know there's so many skeptics out there so i for myself too to to put myself out there publicly 
I decided to be tested and endorsed. I was first invited by a platform called Ariel, where they have a bunch of professional um, psychic mediums. And they tested me twice through different people I never met before. I had to read them over the phone, never didn't see their face, nothing. Um, so I was, um, you know, tested and endorsed by them. And then followed by that was, um, actually before that was Voices Across the Veil, where I'm a, a, a tested and endorsed afterlife research medium. So they tested me first. Two scientists wow. had me um, be tested by different people that I had never met again. It was all over the phone. It was, I didn't see the face. It, they didn't come in person. And I first became a research medium for them like 2013. So kind of going forward, I've gone through eight testings with between um, Voices Across the Veil, then it ended up being Ariel, then it was Best American Psychics as both a psychic and a medium. And then what happened was people were finding me. Like I wasn't looking to be like in the limelight, but people were finding me and like, they're just like Kev's best list. You know, I was interviewed last year by Google News and all of a sudden they just named me number one psychic for Kev's best list. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of, um, that's kind of cool. And Ariel, year after year, they have put me in as like one of their best psychic mediums, most wow. accurate um, and I didn't look for it, I didn't ask for it. So it just came because I think people started realizing that, you know, I was doing this work because I really love to do it. It's not like a big money maker for me. I actually have a career that I've been in for 30 years and I've had my practice for 14. So I do it part time. Yeah. I love it. It's my slice of heaven. But I think most people realize I'm not under after like the big bucks or, you know, to be in the limelight kind of thing. But the more push people push me in the media, like producers and things like that, I had to kind of come out and start talking about it publicly, you know, because, um, you know, I needed to, because I have to help more people before I'm gone, you know, I'm not going to be here forever. So that's what prompted me to write the book to teach other people, hey, you're not crazy, you're not this and that. And uh, the awards just kind of came on their own. I was very, very fortunate to get them. The, the, the path that you were supposed to take, your journey, um, you know, no one knows when it's going to end, but your path is to help people as being a psychic, but also, like you said, for these people that know that they're not, they don't feel they're crazy. They know they have some kind of a talent or a gift, or they can open themselves up and receive. Um, and, but it still scares them because they don't understand it. And so you write in the book and you being there, for them and, and teaching them and, and telling them that, you know, it's nothing, it's nothing scary about it. It's, it's probably the most uh, um, light and spiritual thing that could happen to someone to have a, an experience like that, I think. I, I think it will be terrifying if it happened to me, but um, <laughs> for someone who's already experienced stuff and feelings, even if it's just, feelings that could mean that they have the ability and you can actually get them to open up more and um, work with it so uh, your path is, is is set and like you say you you want to help as many people as you can while you're around because that, you know that's that's what your path is um there are skeptics um they're watching now or they're listening to the audio um so i have to ask you uh, Speaking with me, the last, I know, five minutes, whatever, do you get anything at all from me? Well, um, 
what I do get from you, well, I, uh, and yeah, I want to go back on one second if I can. I do want yeah. to say like people are really scared about their abilities. That was me. Um, I wanted to pick up on that if I could tell you that real quick. And yeah, um, I am Catholic. I was born and raised Catholic. I Me actually too. started talking to God at the age of eight. Wow. Before, like I was talking to spirit at the age of two, but I started talking to God at age eight and uh, in church. And I said, you know, why do I have this? You know, plus I had the double vision from, um, from, you know, my, from the age of two on from, um, you know, being really sickly that I lost the muscle in my left eye. So I'm considered the double visioned medium. That's kind of like my, my, my brand kind of, um, because I've seen into both worlds since the age of two, but, um, I was terrified too. Like I couldn't really talk to anybody about it. And and as I got older, I was dealing like with my eyesight and trying to like get through school, Never mind like telling people, Hey, I have all this stuff going on. My parents did know and everything, but it was really scary. And that's why I did write the book because when I teach people about their gifts, it doesn't have to be scary. And in the book, I basically talk about the different types of people that are gifted, like psychics, mediums, angel workers, empaths, sensitives that deal with paranormal and healers. And they're all different types, but we channel information, receive information from different spiritual forms. So it's not just one thing. Like people don't know like the difference between a spirit guide and an angel or a guardian angel or a deceased loved one they know but they don't know like who's actually talking to them when they have mm-hmm. one of these kinds of gifts and that's what I talk about in the book but um in terms of you there is definitely a fatherly presence that I have for you like very strongly like he's like you're my child you're my child you're my child although I don't feel like your dad's really gone I don't feel like he's really gone is he passed he did yeah not so long he ago. is uh, okay because I'm hearing like there was there's another like a step up because I'm getting like a step up from him. You're not, dad's not coming in yet. And I'm not going to switch it to make it your dad because I'm just not like that. I am like, if I'm going to get something, I'm going to get it. I'm not going to switch it to make people happy. But there is another man. He's saying like step up. That would be like a grandfather type that's coming in first. And so he's basically telling me like he was like a father type too, not just because it's the grandfather, but he helped raise you. Like he said, he was very involved in like raising you and very involved in raising you. Was that, would that make any sense to you? no oh okay all right because there's a male that's saying like a grandfatherly type that's saying involved with raising you would this make any sense to you that would not be your own dad he'd be Uh, older he's saying like he's very involved like he was a fatherly type he would have considered you like his daughter he's being very adamant about that (laughs) um there was someone i was very very close to that passed um he's uh we were, we known each other for, for many, many years. Uh, his wife and him, they were like my second parents, even though uh, me being over in Greece and then be li- living in England, I didn't see them very often. We didn't communicate very often, but when we were together, you know, it, we, were, we were very close and they passed uh, uh, not so long ago and, and quite suddenly, yeah. I I'm sorry to hear that, him. but... I- I, I want you to know it is because I do feel like it's him because he's saying like he was like because I feel like your real father your biological father may have passed a while ago so this man kind of like took on that role or this man was just he always knew like you needed not assistance but like he just wanted to be like a fatherly type to you he kind of took you under his wing when mm-hmm. you did see him the one that you're talking about because I do feel like and there's something about 7474 was he 74 when he passed or would he have been 74 now I don't know that, I'll have to write that down I don't know yeah. how old he was that, that'd be interesting 
Yeah. yeah. But, um, and there's something with an F in his name. Was there an F at all for the last name? Uh, no. Okay. Cause he's saying something about an F or he's associating himself with an F. Would there be anybody in his family with an F name? His wife, children, anything like mm. that with an F. He's saying no. F over and over again. Where did he live? F. Where? Um, in, um, he, uh, had, um, uh, kennel, dog kennels, and they used to, uh, um, do boarding and also take the strays and, uh, him and his wife run that for many, many years. That there's an F, he's saying F over and over again, it means something. I don't know if that would make any sense to you. And that's hard, like when you received to actually be able to validate, but he's saying like bodily figure, it was not your dad's like step up, like. And he's saying, like, you are my daughter. And even if it wasn't a grandfather, he's like saying, like, you were like his daughter. So he's saying, like, step up, meaning like, it's not your dad. It's a different, different level. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, like, he, like, was very, very involved with your life. He's talking about an F over and again. So I didn't know if that meant, like, where he lived, like, what town or province mm -hmm. or um, country or whatever. And he's talking about, um, and he's talking about 14, too. So I don't know if he passed 2014. Um, or 14 years ago he's saying 14 and he's also saying he was also saying 74 so you'll have to let me know if we talk again if those yeah most you because they, what they do is they give me clusters of information that only you're going to know but mm. it's hard like you're sitting there trying to think about the show not thinking about what I'm giving you for information no, no not at all I'm thinking ff now where could that come from um and but, then uh, um, he just had a one year they just had a one year uh uh, death anniversary um, uh, so so it's quite uh, um he it's almost something happened to him when he was like driving or something like something happened to him when he was i don't know if there's something about driving but i'm hearing driving and i'm also but i feel like your dad's trying to come in because i can't breathe with your father like i definitely can't breathe like i feel like dad's coming in right now because i'm saying i can't breathe i can't breathe like there's something on my chest but it also hurts, hurts like this like this cardiac with your father, like your father's saying, I can't breathe. He's trying to jump in now, jump in front of the, um, your, your, he's like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And he's going, oh, like, I actually feel their pain because I'm a physical medium. He's like, I can't, he's like, I'm here too. I just want you to know that I'm here, but he's giving me the breathing issue. Does that make sense of the breathing? I'm sorry. And he's saying four, one, two, three, four. Were there four children? Did he pass four years ago or anything with four? I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you cry. Nice. I just want he's okay let him know that i love him i miss him so much he said he knows he said he talks to you all the time you he said that you hear him you hear him does that make sense you hear him and um, you can say no i don't need to no, be like no, oh yeah, yeah yeah but you can say no but he's saying he talks to you so i'm hearing I'm, I'm maybe hearing it's in my clear. in my sleep in my dreams maybe, maybe okay he's saying clear audience like you can hear him so do you hear him ever in your mind though when you're awake karina karina no, yeah no. he's saying he, he said he talks to you in your well you're awake so if you talk to him wait for an answer because he said he is speaking to you. You have clear audience. Like I teach people, I tell people what they have, if they have something like all people on this earth plane, you don't have to be a developing medium. You don't have to go out there and do it professionally. You don't even have to be like a person that's in this book, but everybody in the earth plane, we're all connected through our energy. Like 
we know when there's something wrong with us, for instance, I'm just telling you this real quick. We know yeah. when there's some, not, uh, something wrong with our loved one when they're alive. We yeah. know when there's something wrong with our kids or our spouse or our parents. Yeah. Like we just get that feeling and we'll call them and sure enough, like they're really sick that day yeah. or um, they were really nauseous that day or they got in trouble at school or whatever. And then we we're like, oh, okay, that's, that's our psychic insight, which is very normal for everybody. But when people pass away, we still have that connection to them. Mm -hmm. And so what, and like me, you can still feel them. You can still feel them, but what they do is they work through your senses instead. So in this case, like he's working through your senses, but he's like, you hear me, you hear me. And he's like, you have, he has spoken to you, but you thought you were nuts. Does that make any sense? Like where you've taught, because you talk to him out loud. No. He's saying, you hear me, you hear me, you hear me. Know. So tell me, know. tell me about you. Tell me, but I'm not trying to switch it, but he's like, you're hearing him. So how are you hearing him? You, do you hear maybe, him clearly in your dreams? No, maybe in my dreams, but I don't remember the dream. And so maybe okay. that's when we're communicating because. Um, he's telling me very clearly that you're going to be able to hear him um, when you're so. awake. So I'm going to do, can so. you, do we have a few minutes to do a little test for you right now? Of course. All right. If you don't mind. No, I know not you're a busy at all. Lady. So I want you just to close and everybody can do this too, if they're watching this. So, um, you just close your eyes for a minute and take a deep breath in and you want to protect yourself. So you want to say, I ask the white light of God, I ask white light of God to please protect me, to please protect me while I connect to my father, while I connect to my father. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. And now some people aren't religious, so you can say, I ask the white light of the divine to protect me while I connect you. You always say that want to say the relationship to you. And then say, as long as they are within the white light, because you want to make sure you're asking for them specifically, nothing else. And don't ever do it without asking for protection. Now, the next thing what you do is just like visualize them in your mind, the way that you would have remembered him, your face, his eyes, his nose, his mouth. It's really, really important. When you see him, just nod. The best you can. Sometimes people have a hard time with visualization. Just think of a picture if you can't do it that way. And because he's telling me, I talk to you. Maybe you do not have this on yet or you're not paying attention to it yet, but I want you to listen to this. So um, uh, pay attention. So I'm going to just have you now, I'm going to have you ask a question, but then wait for the response. The response can come in. You either hear his voice or you get a thought and you got to trust that thought. So I'm going to ask you to ask him, how are you? So say it out loud. How are you? I heard the answer. Did you? No. Fine, fine, fine. He's saying fine. So trust it. Just ask one more question because um, he is here and he said that he's talking to you. I can hear him in your head, in my head. And I know you're probably trusting it and you're like on the spot. I'm like Johnny on the spot, but just say, are you okay? Are you okay, Daddy? He said he gave you the answer, and he's, it can feel like a push also. It can feel like a push. He said, yes. You Did you hear that? No. Okay. So what I want you to do, because I'm going to tell you, he's, he's telling me you have clear audience. You can hear him. You can hear him. And I know I'm doing this to you, and I'm putting you right on the spot um, <laughs> right now. And like, if you're thinking about the show, probably questions you have to ask me, but... I want you to practice that. So just, you always want to make sure you disconnect. Like I'm actually giving you something I teach in one of my classes called until we meet again. I teach that class like live and it's going to be recorded, but just say, I asked, I asked to with, uh, disconnect right now from my dad. 
I asked to disconnect right now from my dad. And say thank you for coming through to me, dad. Thank you for coming through to me, dad. And I will talk to you again soon. And I will talk to you again real soon. Okay, thank you. So the thing is, you don't want to keep that open, trying to talk to them and stuff for a long period of time. It makes them really tired. It makes you really tired too, because you're not sure what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But like work on that, like every day, because you will start to get some answers. He's telling you a clear audience. He's saying it over wow. and over and over again. You just have to wait to hear it. But, wow. um, and I know it's hard because you're like trying to do your thing. And I'm like, I kind of no, put you on the spot. No, I tell you what, my daughter, she is so open to things like this. She's 17 and um, she she can feel things, she can see things, um, it scares her. And I've never not taken her seriously. I've always listened to her and, and what have you. She walked into the room one day and says, I can smell granddad. Oh, and I that's said, beautiful. I said, um, you know, I knew straight away what that meant that he's here visiting and because she's so open to it it she didn't have a problem with it I couldn't smell anything and I said what does it smell like and she said his bathroom and his bedroom I said that's his aftershave and that's and very very that's very common with people that are gifted they can smell wow she sounds like she's really gifted. She's smelling and she's seeing. Yeah. So she would be a developing medium or probably already medium at that age. Like at the age of 17, I was already pretty developed. But mm -hmm. the thing is, it won't leave you alone. It's going to keep coming and coming and coming until you do something with it, whether it's exactly. to help yourself or even help other people that need it or become a professional in the industry. Like it would not leave me alone until I, I end up helping people. No, uh, no, you carry it out. Like, you're going to come back to me. Are you going to come back to me? Your dad's like, I want to talk. So he's talking about four. What is four? Did he pass in April, the fourth of the month? Are you one of four children? He's talking about four over and over again. Four. What's four? Don't know. It's, Sorry. Well, there were three of us, three okay. children. Was, was there um, any miscarriages or anything like you know about or uh, anything that had happened when they lost child. children? Not that I know of, no. He's talking about four kids. Four he's saying children. four, four, four. I mean, he's going over and over four. So sometimes All if right. there's a... Okay. I know what you're talking about. Okay, does that make sense? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, you don't have to it. get into it. If it's detailed, it's it. private, but he's staying yeah. four. But he's trying to identify himself, but he's saying like the breathing. He's going back to labor breathing. He wants to talk about that. And it feels like he really can't breathe. Like it's it's he's struggling to breathe. I actually mm -hmm. hear him like there's some coughing too. I feel like the coughing mm -hmm. as well as the breathing. So like it sounds like it was phlegmy at one point. Does this make sense with the almost like there's something in the chest besides Yeah, he yes. he had um stage four lung cancer. Okay. And I didn't. I'm sorry. So it's okay. I didn't. Um... He didn't tell anybody though. For a long time. No, he. Um, he wanted. He knew that there was nothing they could do, and so he wanted to prolong his life as long as he could. And so he did all the chemo, three lots of chemo. He did radiotherapy. He had. Um, and then when it got so bad and I couldn't get over to him. He passed at that time. I'm sorry, honey. I wanted to see him um, before he, he passed, but I didn't make it in time. So, and then with the coronavirus, 
the thing that upset me the most is that he was stuck at home by himself going through stage four lung cancer and nobody oh. took him and I wish I'd been there. He said he understands, he understands, it's okay. He wants, he's like, I understand it's okay. Like he managed, he managed. But there's something about not telling anybody about it in the beginning. Was there something like he had some symptoms before? Because I just feel like in the beginning, he didn't tell anybody for a while. Like he actually had some symptoms prior to it being diagnosed. Does that make any sense? Um, no, I think when, there's when something he about told didn't us, tell anybody. I'm yeah, sorry, when, to when he told you. us, when he told us uh, about uh, having pains and then went to the doctor just because he had pains in his chest, that was it. And that was the first time that the, the symptom turned up. And all the way through his chemo, he didn't have the after effects of chemo. And we were over there with him, my me and my two daughters, for three months. And he was like, there was nothing wrong with him. And we went out every day and we made memories. Oh, he's really happy that you had that time. And he's talking about May also. There's something about May. Does it make any sense to you? Um, no. We were over uh, the summertime. Um, so it was about, I, I can't remember the months, but I think it probably around about there. But um, yeah, we, we, we did everything. Every day we went out somewhere and did something. And we had lots of amazing memories and photos and and then of course I had to come back to Greece and that's when the only time we could get in touch was on webcam you know me I, I'm I sing and my daughters are amazing singers and we did a karaoke show for him oh. and um that was the last time so he loved it <laughs> that was the last oh. time we saw him on camera yeah but he he doesn't want he, you know he doesn't want you to feel bad there's something about he keeps saying it again didn't tell anyone didn't tell anyone does that make sense to anything else besides his cancer you said that that didn't make sense with the cancer he keeps repeating it didn't tell anyone did more like maybe complaining about something or i don't know what it is didn't i don't tell think anyone. he's i mean if he was going through a lot of pain if he was going through anything he wasn't the sort of person to um tell anyone about it you know he would act he's so strong he would act like you know there was nothing wrong with him and uh, so he didn't want to he didn't want to impose maybe or didn't want people to worry about him exactly because uh, exactly. he's like didn't tell anyone because he's like like that no that wasn't right like when i said he didn't tell anybody about the cancer and you confirmed that wasn't correct like that's one thing i won't put something where it's not supposed to be but he keeps saying it, saying it, saying it. So I think he was, he was trying to say something else with that. Because it's going to be the only so. things that you know. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And um, there's something also with the teeth in the mouth. Is there like, a, was there also a uh, a tube at all or something like that? Something's bothering his mouth. Does that make any sense? That would have you? been at the, the time when he was in the hospice and taking his journey. He would have had the, the tube the helping tube. him breathe. Yeah. Because I feel like something's bothering my mouth, but it also feels like it's going down my throat. So he's mm. making me feel that too. So like it's stuff that they're only going to tell me what they, they experienced. He said, but when he did pass, it was very beautiful. Very beautiful. 
like yeah, very, very he, beautiful. He, it was they said at the hospice it was a, a um a quick passover and he was in no pain and uh my brother was there at the time when he passed my sister but i do want to I do want to tell you what he's telling me, if that's okay. He's yeah, saying like he saw all, it was just beautiful white. And he heard, like, I hear like a lot of times what they actually experienced during their journey or their passing. Um, and like, sometimes they see their loved ones around them and their spirits lifting or what have you. But he's saying he heard this ah, ah, noise. It was beautiful. Like angels just surrounding him it was just all beautiful it was white he felt very comforted to go he's saying like he saw his mom i saw my mom but there was something too with the mother because she had passed a long time i don't know i don't know if she had a long life but i don't know but he saw his mom too but he heard this huh it was beautiful it was a beautiful comforting experience for him so he wasn't like afraid i can tell like when they pass away if they were like oh my god where am i you know yeah. he just went he was ready he was to go. ready he was ready yeah yeah it was really beautiful for him and then he saw his mom saying come come with me come come so it, it was very very beautiful and peaceful for him but there's something with his mother too because i don't know when she passed i'm not getting when she passed but i do feel like that was a long time something about a long time like he it, really missed his mom like i don't feel like she had a full life does that make sense did she no have, she, did she she was she was old when she passed um, she was okay because i'm getting like um, there's something about it was a long time a ago life. it was a long okay. time ago how old was she oh gosh I'm not I have no that, idea <laughs> i'm terrible when it comes to dates okay, and ages right. and like numbers like she was I don't know. I'm having like wasn't a full life. So I don't know if that means like age or if it just meant more like health issues or something else. But I'm hearing it wasn't a full life. She so, um she got uh, Alzheimer's at the end and uh, okay. didn't recognize anyone before she died. Okay, I think maybe that's what she's trying to say because it wasn't a full life. And ironically, I was gonna tell you, I didn't know if it was your dad or somebody else, but I was getting pressure in my head too, which mm -hmm. may, may have been like she was trying to come in because she was making a connection through him saying. You know, I took him over there, but also I'm hearing like, wasn't a full life, wasn't a full life. And he was so happy to reconnect with her, but I had a pressure in my head and I didn't know if that belonged to your dad or someone else, but no, that grandma was already starting to come through. Grandma, yeah. Yes. And then there was something like five, I don't know if it was like five, the last five years of her life or something that she had, like the Alzheimer's or something going on, but it's a lot to take in, but I, she's, there was definitely someone here. She hadn't identified if she was a male or female, but I, somebody else was coming. I didn't know if it belonged to your dad, I was feeling the pressure. So that's what happens. Like when they start, one will come in and then another one will jump in. And I'm like, okay, I have to differ, differentiate who this, <laughs> this spirit loved one is. Cause when I do a session that happens, I don't stay with like one person and then we'll hop on and then another one will hop wow. on. So. It's been uh, mind blowing. Um, so keep that part <laughs> um, astounding one of the most unbelievable interviews that I've done and I have spoken to other mediums and uh, psychics before and tarot card readers and what have you and um, wow what an experience you you are amazing you are a treasure I hope you carry on doing what you're doing because you have the light you have that power and you are giving back um what you've been given 
um, helping others that need it, as well as helping others move on and to, um, to help those that um, have never got over a passing of somebody, um, giving those messages over like you do. And it's just, I, I, I go on and on and on because you just don't, you're not just uh, a psychic, uh, award-winning and proven psychic and medium. You are that, you're that, you're that, you're that. You're like a walking angel. You have so much Aww. power in your fingertips. You have so much power uh, that, uh, you know, you, you're just giving it out to whoever needs it. And and I, I just, I feel so blessed that I've met you and that we talked, that this happened, and that we actually got together um, and um, made this uh, um, episode, which for me is what I call destiny. I think it was meant to be. You're so kind, thank you. And I, I do love my work and I've gone through a lot of pain and lost myself, but the only thing has really helped me to get through, I've lost a lot of close people to me and uh, relationships that were painful to have to separate from, you know, where I had to protect myself and try to help the other people to a point that you can't help people anymore. But, you know, um, the only thing that's really actually got me through Karina is like my work, like it's gotten me through, like this is, it heals me too, to help other people. And, mm -hmm. and, um, and I'm just, I'm really blessed to be able to do it. And I know that I, again, like I won't be here forever. And so like, I'm just trying to pass down what I can um, teach others yourself. like through my books and my yeah. classes before I'm gone like yeah. and eventually I'll probably do a media mentorship program when I get older and can't do it anymore for people that are developing because it's it's not a curse it's really a beautiful gift well, to I be able to like help people and know like they are still around they really are here and yeah. just we just can't see them you know and um and a little tip I am an earth angel which I never even realized that was but um, after reading a, a book about them, I realized that I basically an inhuman form run by the angelic realm to learn things and go through a lot in life and uh, help other that. people. I felt that. I believe that just from what we've, we've gone through, what we've talked about, what we've seen and heard, I, I believe that, that, that you are. Amazing. It's not one thing I want to really talk about psychic because the mediums are hard enough already, but like <laughs> people are like, oh yeah, she's whacked. She's saying she's like an earth angel, but no, I really if you look up what they are, like we have like yeah. a lot of pain, we have a lot of trauma with abusive mm -hmm. people, we're with people that are drug addicts and mm -hmm. and um you know, basically drug addicts and alcoholics and all kinds. And we're just constantly trying to save people. And, you, uh, yeah. and, and it ends up being like, you know, I fled from some really bad situations in my life. I'm very lucky I'm still here. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, then I end up finding my own earth angel, which ended up being my second husband, who's just like, he saves me every day. Like just his, um, his support and his love. And I, I help him too. So we're like this, this great I, team I believe together. everything happens for a reason. I believe you're with that person for a reason. I, my husband, he's my soulmate. And I know that in, in my heart and my Yes, soul. he is. He, for a freebie. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All and right. I met thank him so after breaking up with uh, a four-year relationship and coming on holiday to Greece. And so if I hadn't broken up and I hadn't gone to Greece, it's for me, it's always been, this is what should have happened. This is, 
and, and what I'm doing now with um, helping other authors and and um, getting people's books out and getting their names out and letting people know about people like you, I feel like I sh this is my path. This is what I was supposed to have done from all the other jobs that I've had through throughout my my uh, life so far. I feel like. I'm on the, the right path now. And it's amazing when when you, you know that you're doing the right thing and that it's helping people and it makes you feel good because you know it's 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 what you were born um, to do, what you were put right. on earth to do. So let's just finish off, Lauren, with uh, where can people contact you? Um, where can they find out about your book? Um, are you on social media? And if anybody wanted to uh, book with you and have a sit in over the phone or through the camera, how can they do that? Okay, sure. So I am, um, you know, I'm medium. If they want to find me on social media, Facebook, it's medium Lauren Robbins. Uh, Instagram is medium Lauren Robbins. On Twitter, it's Robbins um, underline medium. And my website um, URL that goes to my old website because it was very complicated before with an Italian last name, but it's mediumlaurenrobbins.com. So I try to make everything like unison across the board. And I do do office sessions in Massachusetts, but I also do remote by phone um, or phone, obviously, if it's like within the US or Zoom. You know, I do have a lot of international out of the country um, clients that I work with. And they do have to request a session on my site right now. I'm booked out like several months solid, but so I have an surprised. assistant that, yeah, <laughs> I have an assistant that, well, I mean, I'm very grateful. I mean, it's been COVID and everything and the economy and, you know, there's going to be inflation, but I've always tried to be very fair with my pricing that I think people know that. And um, so I have an assistant now that I hired like six months ago and she's great. She works with people and, and books them, but she'll like, she gets back to people pretty quickly and, and finds the time and, and you know of course I do offer some emergency sessions too but it's um more like there's going to be an additional fee if I got to come in like when I'm not so working but when when uh, they go over to your website that's when they can get information of how to um to try and get booked up with you right exactly in my website also there's a page it's called who are you book um and it does talk about my book. I have a page exclusively for that, but I sell, the book is on Amazon, mm -hmm. but also people can buy the first edition that I had. There was a couple small things I caught that I'm a perfectionist um, that the editor didn't catch. And so I have a first version that is less expensive um, that people can buy like directly through me or they can get, get it through Amazon. But like I said, it's like a class in a book. It's not meant to be like this long thing, but I do offer exercises in it. So if you go through a particular chapter and say, oh my God, that sounds like me, that sounds like me, then you can do the exercise. And if it comes to you easily, you definitely are gifted. And, the, and I take it a step further because I also, from that book, every two or three months, I offer a live online through Zoom um, evaluation on those spiritual types. And my next one is going to be about mediums, um, ironically, and it's going to be July, Wednesday, July 21st, um, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's only like $50 a person. And I only take like so many people and I go over what a medium is, how I receive information as a medium. And then I basically put them to the test. I, I, I pair them up with people Good. they've never met. And I'm like, okay, so... <laughs> this is how you have to protect yourself. What are you getting from those people? And then I get the feedback. And I'm like, I tell people, yeah, I think you're 
there or you're developing or I don't really think you're that you're more of a psychic mm-hmm. and it kind of gives people an idea like okay I want to take additional training on, on this or okay I really am and that's where they want to end so that's- even if you're a psychic or medium doesn't mean that you're supposed to go out to the world and go do it professionally no, I do not, some people yeah. just need that validation, validation that, that, that they're not going crazy okay right write a book for the skeptics that's what I would love that's exactly you know and and I will tell you that's the truth like I have actually had people buy them to give it to somebody that they thought was gifted as a gift or sometimes for themselves but also for the skeptics but it's funny because some of the skeptics actually get connections too but I'll always say I, I say the biggest skeptics are really male and I, I think it's just the way that they are brought up. And because the women will always say, women will say, that's a sign, that's a symbol, I'm getting a message. And guys go, that's a coincidence. And they just, <laughs> shut it down. so I always can tell, but most of, I have to say, I hate to say it, but like 80 to 90% of the skeptics are the males. They really that's are. You, so that's what you've got to do. Your next book has got to be for the skeptics and they're going to read it and you're going to change people's opinions and minds. Well, my next book actually is already half written, but it, it, ooh, it's been ooh. in the writing for 10 years. It's called The Double Vision Medium Through My Eyes because wow. it's going to be all the stories of the profound stories of the people that I, I saved and the synchronicities of, you know, even wow. ironically, my firefighter husband that he's in my town and, um, and I have come across like people that have come to my office that didn't know they were connected to him because he was on the scene of their death, uh, the family's death, this wow. person that died. And uh, I feel like, impressions through him and it ends up being like I'm connecting now to these people that he was on the call for it's like there's some stories for that too it's pretty like intense how far Um, are you into this book now when do you think it will be published available I've got I'm working really this year on like trying to build and get like I have a lot of classes but put them in uniform like you know in, in sequences like all right this is for personal development for people who want to build their skills for their own reading or connect to their own loved ones and things like this and then I'm trying to build like those were already done but I'm trying to build the other classes where it's more mentorship for the people that really want to develop and help people so I'm trying to work on that this summer and they'll probably be picking up working on the rest of that book maybe in the fall if I can at the beginning of 2022. So I'll definitely let you know. That's that's wonderful. I wish you a huge success with everything you do. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, Karina.